welcome back to the It's Time podcast. I am Mariah, and that is Kaylee. That that wow. thing over there is Kaylee. That thing. Um, and like I said, this is the It's Time podcast, and I think it's time that we talk travel tips and travel advice. Woo! Woo! Um, and this episode, I mean. The goal is to keep it like short and sweet, obviously not super short because that's just not possible for us, but we're going to just try to get to the point and get you guys all of the like tips and advice that we have. Um, and like, we're not experts or anything, but I have had conversations with like my parents or like older people that have this like understanding of travel that is so, I don't know what to call it, but they just, the older generations have a really hard time understanding, like, the younger generations, like, need for travel and, like, um, like, my mom is just like, well, I don't understand how you can afford that. Like, it doesn't make sense to the older generation that that's a priority. And yeah, but it's so high on the priority that that's what my money is going towards. Exactly. And, but also like, I think it's, there is a way to travel without spending thousands and thousands of dollars. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of what we'll touch on today because, um, like when I've told people specifically like my parents or my, my family, um, how much money we spent on our Europe trip, they like, don't understand how we did that because we I'm sorry, but we didn't spend that much money. Like, it was actually kind of shocking. Like, we shocked ourselves. It's not to say that what we spent wasn't a large sum of money, right. but for for what we did. Right. And it's, I think a lot of people, like, they have, either they haven't traveled that much or they have the experience that's, that they have traveling was, like, these nice hotels and, like, eating out every meal. And you do not have to do those things. And you can travel without spending an insane amount of money. Um, and that's why I feel like we kind of have an interesting perspective um, because we're not like super rich or anything and we, where we could just travel whenever we want. Like when we, if you're new, um, we did Euro summer um, last year, now last year, whoa, uh, 2022, we did Euro summer. If you are new, also, we have Travel Diaries episodes that are available, so definitely go listen to those. But yeah, like, our a big priority for us was, like, focusing on the budget and not spending too much money, but also, like, not stopping ourselves from having this, like, really amazing experience. So I think we just have, like, a little different perspective on it because, like, for example, like, if you're listening to an influencer, like, discuss their traveling, like, that's just a completely different situation that most people can't relate to. Cause they get like free flights and free stays and like all this stuff like that. We just don't have that opportunity to have. Let's just start off with like our Euro trip because we do have another trip coming up soon, which is Mexico. But the process is very different than like mm -hmm. what we're going to do um, or what we did in Europe. Uh, so let's just start from the beginning. It was, if you listen to the travel diaries, we explain how spontaneous it was spontaneous ish. And we won't get into that. You can go listen to the first Travel Diaries episode. But how far in advance did we plan our trip? 
Um, well, we decided we were going to go two days before we bought flights. We bought flights. Yeah. Or one day before. But we bought flights in February and we left at the beginning of July. So, so five months. Five months, which is like not that far in advance. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to like count my fingers. I'm like one, two. Um, and I think like some people, maybe that's like no time to prepare. And for others, maybe that's super far. But I feel like it's kind of a good time frame. I think it was great. It worked out really well. How did we decide on our destinations? Did we did we discuss our destinations? Did we already know what we wanted to do? Because it kind of came easily to us. We didn't have to think too much about where we wanted to go. Yeah, we just kind of knew where we were going to hit. And yeah. I don't really remember why we knew that. I know. In London for sure. Yeah, London was and a definite. Like you were team Nice. Mm-hmm. South of France. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. We didn't we didn't even pick Nice. You wanted South, South of, of France. France. So then we went backwards money-wise from there. Mm-hmm. And then Rome, I don't remember who brought that up. But but it's like it's Rome. So who doesn't yeah. want to go? Yeah, I think it's good to have those destinations picked out and like maybe don't be so stuck on like a very specific spot. Like you can have like goal locations, but when it comes to like flights and where to stay, it's a lot easier to find those budget-friendly options when you're a little more flexible. Mm-hmm. So like South of France, we were like, we're willing to just do whatever. Let's check all the airports. Let's see like what prices are like to stay in these areas and like do that research. So like we kind of picked regions. For example, with London, since we knew we wanted to do London exactly, that was a little different. And so we kind of just like started out with, okay, well, what do we need to do first? Like, what's the priority? And it was like getting a flight to Europe and getting a flight out of Europe. Not necessarily like our, um, what are those flights called? The like hopper like flights. Hopper mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't buy those until actually a couple months. Yeah, like, I actually would suggest to not do what we did with that. Yeah, we wasted a little money. We spent a little more money than we could have if we had bought those earlier, but... We did really well with our initial flights, like buying them five months in advance. We paid a very reasonable good price. And like the flights were very nice. Like there weren't some, they weren't like 24 hour travel days. Like they were very reasonable um, flights. And so we knew the locations that we wanted to go to. And so we basically were like, hey, where's the cheapest to fly in? Like what's the cheapest option to fly into Europe? Yeah, we picked the order based off of mm-hmm. what was cheapest. Mm-hmm. I think that was super helpful. Like I it was too, yeah. Ended up working out really, really well for us. And so we basically were like, okay, we fly into London and it's going to be the cheapest to fly out of Rome, um, which makes a lot of sense when you think about it because those are way more major cities than like the south of France. So it's going to be cheaper for it was going to be cheaper for us to have France just be those hopper flights because most people know that those flights within Europe are way cheaper than flying in and out of the U.S. Um, So that's kind of where we started. Um, So five months in advance getting those tickets. And um, we, so what we did was we got on FaceTime or you could be together in person if you're lucky. And 
And we both at the same time were looking at flights, right? Like we were both, you were searching a different site. I was searching a different site, just basically yeah. comparing what ticket prices we could find, finding um, kind of the range of price that we could find. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then we got those. What did we use? We used like Hopper, um, kayak. kayak, like Google Flights, right? Honestly, I think we checked like every bargain. Yeah, like everything. Priceline. Mm -hmm. like, uh, God, what's that? Trivago. Yeah. The thing that I know like some of those um, sites have is like um, they'll tell you if they predict the flight prices will go up or down um like on hopper it'll say like we suggest you wait because the prices are going to go down like that's super helpful um to have and you can if you're like way in advance say you're like planning a year in advance you can go on like hopper and put a flight alert on it so it'll let you know like what if the price is going up or down and like it'll literally say like you should buy now like this is the cheapest it's going to be um so that's super helpful yeah, that is a really nice feature. Yeah. But yeah, so we started out with that and... And we only bought London at first. We bought right. getting to Europe. And then, I mean, we bought our tickets home within like days mm -hmm. or a week, I think. Mm -hmm. But we did like those pretty quick. We're working backwards in priority. So like getting there is the soonest... Mm -hmm. So it's going to get most expensive, the fastest. We need to do that first. And then we figured out going home. And then we knew those hopper flights were cheaper. Right. So we waited a little longer. And when I say we wasted money, I'm talking like we could have bought them for $20 and we bought them for like 50 Yeah. Like we didn't spend a ton, but, mm -hmm. you know, that's a quick 30 bucks. Yeah. So. And there's always um, the train. Like, you can travel via train pretty cheap, but when we initially were looking, the flights were actually cheaper. So mm -hmm. I would just, like, compare the train and the plane because it, they could be close or they could be very different. Um, I know a lot of people prefer train, and I understand that because a big, not struggle necessarily, but, like, stressor for at least me was, like, um, when you're doing those hopper planes, the baggage is like mm. a whole nother aspect like you when you are booking those flights you really need to check like the fine print check everything because you could buy one of those like hopper planes and oh shit like no bag is included not even my personal item so that's extra money that i have to pay so that ticket price isn't actually the total of what it's gonna be so you have to look out for that um because i think one of the flights we did we had to pay it wasn't like an insane amount like maybe 14 dollars or $20 mm -hmm. extra on top of the hopper ticket just to have our bag with us. And um, for our like US people, you got to check those that that sizing of those bags because the the US oh regulations are not the same as the Europe regulations. Um, and they that? don't why fuck around. <laughs> I know why isn't it all the same? Like it should just all be the same. Like when we were flying from portland to canada they because like a lot of airlines will say this is the size that you need your bag to be but no one actually checks like in the u.s never never 
And on this flight, they, they have those sizers, but they never make you. <laughs> but use they them. never make you use them. And it's funny because every time I see those sizers, I'm like, my bag is so much bigger than that, <laughs> but it still fits. But on the Canada flight, they were like, you have to show us. Like you literally, it was like I was stressed out. It was like a test or something. It was. It was like a pop was quiz. Like, you check in, and then they watch you walk over the side there. Yeah, like, in front of like a line of people. I'm like, okay, this is too much for me. <laughs> Like it was high stakes. Mm-hmm. Well, and we already had like a whole ordeal with Mariah's suitcase. We were wondering which one she should have brought. And did we opt for the one that was like slightly larger? I think so. Cause it was like so half we an inch. Worried that, that was going to be a mistake. It was like half an inch, but that alone was like so much stress. So like definitely read all the info about the bag, the sizes, especially when you're going to Europe from the U S and then you're hopping around within Europe, like all those hopper, planes like we used easyjet which easyjet was great like we're especially when you're doing those one two hour easy flights but they are strict about their baggage so you just have to be like aware of that and sometimes that train might be easier if you're like stressed out about your bags um so just kind of take your time and do the research like don't buy the first thing you see is what i would say like we spent i mean to be fair, we did buy the ticket pretty quickly, but we, like, because as we said, it was literally like a day after we decided to go, but we didn't just like go on and buy the first ticket. Like we were spending a while over FaceTime, looking on every website, finding that, um, the best ticket for the both of us. Um, and then later on we bought those hopper flights, but as we said, definitely like if you can buy those a little earlier. Because you can get them for like 20 bucks, which is yeah, insane. 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 You can't go, you can't take a fucking Greyhound bus for 20 bucks. No, in the US. Yeah, no, it's insane. So that's kind of where we started. And then what was our next step? Like, when did we have our, maybe not the time frame, but what did we do next after buying those to and from tickets? Um, Then we weren't doing so much like... We still weren't worrying about the hopper flights. Then we started worrying about the logistics of like, what are the things that we need to have tickets for Mm. ahead of time? Mm -hmm. Like we knew we wanted to do Harry Potter studio tour. We knew we wanted to do a show. Right. Like we thought about those things and started planning those out in advance. Ended up buying the Mamiya tickets until pretty close close. to when we went. But it is good to have it all like Kaylee actually made an entire like Excel doc, which I thought was like, you definitely, I definitely suggest doing it. Maybe you just write it down on a notebook, whatever it works for you. But what does help is like, she, you did priority like. Yeah. Of things. Like green things were must do's mm-hmm. for us. And then yellow was like, would be nice if we had time. And then red was could cost a little bit more money or we might not have time for this, but yeah, it's something that we're interested in. Yeah. Um, So that helped us kind of like start to plan our time. Cause I think that's part of the reason we held off on the hopper flights too is, you know, once you get to Europe, it's so easy to travel within Europe Yeah, and you start to get really overwhelmed with all of the places that you want to go. Cause you're like, God, well, I'm just right here. Yeah. Like, in Italy, I, Italy is where we had the hardest time. We were Definitely. like, oh, but I want to go to Pompeii, but I want to 
go to Positano, yeah. but I like it's all right here. Yeah, you're so close. But, but then you have to prioritize. Mm-hmm. It's not like we had like months and months and months to do this. So we're talking about what was it, three week time frame ish? I when? think. When we were there? Yeah, total. Like a little over two weeks. A little over two weeks. So we're not talking about a lot of time. Um and so making that list really, really helped us, like she was saying, like gauge our time in each place. Also taking that list, figuring out, okay, like how much money are those things gonna be? This is gonna be really expensive in this place, or like, okay, how much what's the cost of living in each country? We knew that London was like the more expensive place to go. So we probably wanna do a shorter time there just because that's gonna save us money in the long run. And so, mm-hmm. like, figuring out the must-dos in each place really helps you decide on time frame um, and help figure out your budget. So, yeah, and I think, like you mentioned, looking at, we did Airbnbs the whole time, not mm-hmm. hotels. Mm-hmm. So, like, looking at an Airbnb in London, it's like, okay, we're spending 100 plus every night. Mm-hmm. Whereas in nice or in rome we're spending more like somewhere between 40 to 80 yeah right yeah so then that helped us know okay like you said london for a shorter amount of time Mm -hmm. and like it helped us narrow down the order and how long we were going to be each place right for sure and And i I think that was the next big buy we made was starting to look at Airbnbs. Airbnbs. And London definitely is more spending. So if you're like, if you're traveling to a place that does have like higher cost of living, um, definitely look into Airbnbs and look into hostels. Um, People have this like idea of what a hostel is. And it's like you're sharing a room with 30 people and it's gross and there's rats on the floor. And like, does that exist? Sure. But are there also like really cost efficient hostel slash I wouldn't even say hotel slash, uh, I don't even know, but there are options within that hostel space. Like, um, so for London, we ended up finding this really amazing, like, how would you describe that place? I, I would describe it more as a hostel than I would a hotel. They advertise themselves as a hotel. Yeah. But, I mean, it was perfect. It was exactly what we wanted, and it kept us in the area we wanted to be in for significantly cheaper mm-hmm. than King's Cross. And it literally was, like, a bed in a room. Yeah, and a sink. Like, um, try With a sink yeah. and, like, a microphone or something. Yeah. Um, and the shower had its own room. Like, it wasn't – there wasn't a bathroom. There was, you know, a toilet and a shower. And it was, you open the door and there's a toilet, toilet. and you open the door and you're in the shower. Right. Like everything was very small. Extremely small. But, but we were there for so quick. And because we were there for so short of a time, mm-hmm. we knew we weren't going to be spending hardly any time in our in the room. So yeah. it didn't matter. <laughs> that wasn't a priority for us to have this insane room or like with a suite or something. It was like, we need a place to sleep and otherwise we're not going to be there. And so this was a great op- option. Um, and we were only sharing the bath, the shower and the toilet with um, two other rooms. So it's really not like 30 people that are crammed into the space. Um, yeah. 
And with the hostel and Airbnb choices, you're going to have more opportunity to meet people, um, especially local people. When you're staying in those like Americanized or Westernized hotels, you're really meeting other American people on vacation. Like you're not getting the opportunity to experience the culture and like meet locals. Like you're not literally, yourself. you're not immersing yourself. Yeah. Like right when we got to the London one, we were like instantly had a friend. Like yeah. the guy at the front desk, he was so cool. We ended up like one night when we got home from going so out. So this is favorite tattoo. We wanted to Yes, yes. And like one night after going out, we were drunk. We were like hanging out with him and like some other people. Like just, you just have this opportunity um, that I think like is like changes the vibe of your whole trip and like can really benefit you. But I think when we're talking about like budgeting and stuff if you want to travel and like you're just dying to get out there you gotta be and money's an issue you have to be flexible with stuff and like it's not going to be like what you see an influencer going to do it's just not gonna be that and but I also see value in it not being that like we had such a cool experience did we have the nicest like room ever no it it was literally like we could barely fit our bags in there, but it was like the most fun experience ever. And it was just exciting. Like, and you're in a neighborhood. Like we were in a neighborhood with locals everywhere. Like we weren't cut off from the community. We were in the community. Yeah. I think that's like what sells it for mm-hmm. me. I really don't think I would want to be in some Westernized like hotel space. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not the same vibe at all yeah I think like in an ideal world if money didn't come into play would we have had a bigger place in London sure no one wants to be tripping all over their bags when they're trying to get ready but like we thought that the trip was more important than that experience we could have put it off and waited saved more so we could do it differently but I think it just depends on what your priority is so true the priority Um, and we wanted more money for other things we wanted to be able to put that money into experiences within those countries um which can your room and your stay be an experience for sure um and maybe if you really really want that and there's like this dream hotel that you've seen that you want to stay in so bad do one night do one night there do something really cheap for the rest of the time like that's also an option you don't just stay in the same place the entire time um and so yeah that was like suggest though we did consider doing this multiple times be careful not to end up like airbnb hopping Mm. because those cleaning fees add up Mm -hmm. so we like looked into okay well maybe we stay in this place for one night in nice and then we stay in this place for a couple other nights or whatever but then that starts to add up true really or no we looked at it wasn't nice it was we looked Doing our Rome place and then leaving. Yeah. And going to the Amalfi Coast and And then then coming coming back. back. And it just didn't make sense financially. Right. It's like you're paying the cleaning fee for the same place twice. It just doesn't add up. So be take that into consideration too. Agreed. Um, What do you think are the things to plan in advance and the things to keep spontaneous? Because... I think what we did that was really great is we had the combo 
Like mm -hmm. we weren't so planned out that it was like a itinerary that we stuck to every day, but we also had stuff planned and we knew like the general outline. Yeah. So what do you think are the things that you could do spontaneous? I think like definitely plan the things that require some kind of reservation or a ticket or whatever. Like we knew in London, this date was going to be dedicated to doing Harry Potter mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. But everything else, honestly, if it didn't involve a ticket, we were pretty damn flexible with it. And mm -hmm. we just kind of went and referred back to that list of all the things we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And we thought about what area we wanted to be in that day or what made sense for us. And then that was how we came up with the plan. Yeah. Like when we came back from Harry Potter, we were going to be in more of like the, um, what area was that? Um, uh, like, like Buckingham, area. Kensington, right? So yes, yeah, Kensington. Kensington. That's what I was looking for. So then we were like, okay, it does make more sense to do these kind of touristy things on that day mm -hmm. because we're already over here and you know, you're just, you're making more of your time. Yeah. But I think just like wandering the streets and seeing where you end up, like there's so much oh, yeah. value. I think you said it good though, is like we had like, oh, we know at this time this area, but it wasn't like this spot at this time, this spot at this time. It was like, yeah. we know that we're exploring this area on this day. And then we'll let ourselves kind of like discover whatever we discover um, mm -hmm. in that time. Like we came across Buckingham Palace one day on accident, like, it wasn't even a part of our like schedule. And we're like, oh, Buckingham Palace, we okay. Ran into it. <laughs> and it was great. Like you just have to be so like willing to. I don't know. I feel like my biggest travel tip is like, whatever like comes to you, like let everything come to you in a way. Like, let those experiences happen naturally. Like, just follow your gut feeling in certain situations, and you'll probably end up having like the most fun in those times. Um, like one of our, my favorite times was like that random night out that was not planned. Like we were going home and then we ended up back out. Oh my God. No yeah. plan at all. But it was like one of the most fun nights in London. It was literally so amazing. Um, and so easily could have been like, no, we have an early flight. Like let's stick to our plan. <laughs> yeah. God, can you imagine if we did that? <laughs> no. no. Oh my God. Like, see, oh literally God. like it just was so meant to be. Um, it was amazing. Uh, but upside, mm -hmm. we, one of the things that I think we saved to be spontaneous and we shouldn't have let it be as spontaneous was <laughs> we wanted to make it out to the Amalfi coast. Mm -hmm. So we flew into Rome and that, well, we also wanted to do Pompeii. See, this yeah. <laughs> you have to be willing to let some things we go. We wanted it all decide that you're coming back to Europe one day yeah and let some of it slide I think we could have saved ourselves some stress if we cut one of those yeah yeah so we knew for sure we were gonna go to Pompeii mm -hmm. we got an Airbnb we got a train whatever and then we were like well from there we'll just figure out how to get to the Amalfi Coast there's like it is complicated to get there just generally. There's yeah. no train right there or anything like that. So yeah. it's a bit of a nuanced situation. But I mean, we found ourselves like checking into our Airbnb and then just laying there, realizing how expensive it was going to be to get out there. 
realizing like how far of a walk it would be to get to the transportation yeah. and starting like shit, shit. do we even do this are we yeah yeah don't go off of the map like I was literally looking at the map like months in advance like oh it's right next to each other like it's probably not actually like look into the public transportation in the area like which that's another thing that I would I would suggest is checking out the public transportation like either packages or like prices in each area like um in London we had an oyster card which you don't need to do we figured out nope you can literally scan your card. But d- was it fun having an Oyster card? Yes. Did we feel like locals? Yes. It was such a vibe. Like, we met like- locals and we were like, we got an Oyster card. And they were like, you guys got an Oyster card? Like, you're here for three days. You got an Oyster card? Um, if yeah. you know, you know. <laughs> and now it's a key forever. Yeah, it is. So, but yeah, like, look into that because especially if you're budgeting, Public transportation is going to be your best friend. Like you're, you, you don't want to yeah. Uber everywhere. That's going to cost you a lot of money. Um, so also, though, I do think a perk of doing the Oyster cards mm-hmm. was we put what like twenty five euros on it to start or something like that, and it did help us kind True. of keep tr- because that last I don't know mm-hmm. twelve hours that we were scanning our cards. We were like, I have no idea how much money I'm spending True. right now. It helps you keep on to your budget. That's a very good point. Like a preload card really helps you keep track. What did we do in Rome? Was it a prepay visitor card thing, right? I cannot remember what we did in Rome. Oh, but we did, the, we did do the, we did do the like, yeah, it was their tube. It was their subway. I don't know what they call it there. I don't remember, but. We did that in both places. And then in Nice, it was just like the regular train. Um, but definitely like look into public transport before you go because every city is going to be different. And also not everywhere you go is going to have Ubers. So you cannot just rely on that. Like when we were just talking about Amalfi and Pompeii, <laughs> no Ubers there. That's not a thing. So, mm-hmm. and there's only taxis and it was like really expensive to take a taxi. And so you need to take a train and the trains are confusing. So just like, look into that shit before like have a general understanding of how each place you're going to functions with public transport and if there's an option to do like a pre-load card like i would suggest doing that uh for sure especially since we were doing europe on a budget so neither one of us wanted to pay for service Mm -hmm. like cell phone service while we were there Mm -hmm. which means you really need to think about that transportation stuff ahead of time because if we didn't have access to Wi-Fi, we didn't have access to getting further clarification or understanding of where we're going or how we're getting there or what the transportation is in this area. Mm-hmm. So, like, we spent a long time trying to f- understand the concept of an Oyster card. Yeah. Because we knew. Mm-hmm. We would not have service. Like, once we're there, we can't. Yeah. 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 That's a very good point. I kind of forgot about the phone thing. Buying a ser- buying your phone service is not necessary. Would it have been nice? All. Yeah, there were definitely times where like it would have been nice to have. I think one day I like when um, we like got a little stuck and I was like, yeah. I'm and like one day I think I did it just, and just paid for one day because I just was like, ah. But with that prep in advance, you will be fine. And pretty much everywhere you go is gonna have Wi-Fi. Like some days we literally like chose a restaurant because it had Wi-Fi. 
because yeah. we just needed the <laughs> Wi-Fi. Um, it's very doable, and pretty much like every Airbnb, the hostel we stayed at, that they all had Wi-Fi, so we were chilling. Um, and honestly, I kind of preferred it that way. Me too. Me too. Because I think I would always travel that way if it wasn't for safety and like emergency reasons. You know, like when we were leaving these, mm-hmm. we thought we could take the metro and then we got there and then that metro station was actually like not opening until later and we had no way of figuring it out so like i it's nice to have it for those kind of reasons but to just be completely unplugged while you're out unless you're like sitting down at a restaurant or like no service until you get home for the end of the day yeah okay i don't need to post this on my social media right now Mm -hmm. i don't need to respond to you right now Mm -hmm. i don't need to like it just helps us be present I feel we were very present we were so present and in the moment and I think a lot of that had to do with the phone thing like it was very nice like I definitely would do it the same way again like I don't need service I'm good um and it was kind of fun like you just take photos on your phone and then the end of the day when you get to wi-fi and you're like oh I'll post on social media and you're like looking through all the things that you did that day and like it's fun um yeah it was fun um should we answer some common questions really quick Let's do that it. I found? So some of the most popular questions that people ask, do you have to be rich to travel? No. Absolutely not. I'm a broke bitch. We are broke. We're trying to save up money, but we also value travel because I think it's like the, one of the best things you can do for yourself as travel and, and once experience. Once you've done it once, holy shit, like – it becomes an unreal priority in your life. It's so, it's such a priority. Like, like I'm trying to save up for a down payment on like a condo mm-hmm. right now. And traveling is such a priority that I'm like, mm, fuck it. I'll take a thousand <laughs> or two out of here. I need that money for traveling. Because it genuinely like this sounds so corny, but it really did change my whole outlook on life especially if you grew up in america in this like mm-hmm. hustle mm-hmm. culture to go somewhere else and see like oh my god these people live they live they're on their lunch hour at happier at the bar oh. workers they like have time off they have a slow morning mm-hmm. like just seeing how other people live their lives being exposed to other cultures just being becoming like more aware and worldly and empathetic. Like I think that's the most valuable experience you can have in life. And now it's even more of a priority for me than it was before. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make it like a huge priority for my kids one day. Like I just Mm -hmm. think there's so much value in seeing anything other than the United States of America. (laughs) Couldn't have said it better. Period. Next. Great. Love it. Love it. Must bring items. Um, plug in adapters. I was literally gonna say adapter. You need to have adapters, you guys. The plugs are different in other countries. <laughs> and figure out what country is what, because we had to have multiple different adapters for each country. Not multiple per country, yeah. but different you might ones. Like spend a little bit more money and have like a completely universal one. Yeah. We went on the cheap, so we got like a four pack and had to bring all of them. Three. But you can, um, um, 
one that works everything. passport and then look into <laughs> like what works on those plugs so, yeah like, use a plug adapter but like i can't bring a curling iron or a flat iron or a blow yeah, dryer blow dryer those things do not work different voltage you guys and then it takes up room and it's a waste to bring so you don't need it anymore. you don't need you it don't yeah um i would say like a passport and passport holder um you need to be organized with that that's like the most important thing really is like your passport <laughs> you, you are literally screwed if you lose that um so like definitely i like having a passport holder like we both we had it with a pen like you have everything together so when you're traveling it's very easy like sometimes you have to fill out forms when you're traveling like having it streamlined is super helpful so i'd highly suggest that I also would highly suggest like a super organized personal item, mm-hmm. which I feel like really organized. You oh, were, you were better about it than I was, but just like buy yourself some packing cubes. I was going to say things to like, yeah, chain little things so that it's really easy to just like zip it open, find what you need and mm-hmm. zip it closed again. Cause you don't want to be stressed about like digging through your bag, looking for things, stressing that you can't find something. Mm-hmm. Packing your bag open for long periods of time, like all of the above. (laughs) Packing cubes are life-changing, like amazing. Um, Should I get travel insurance? That's a good question. That is a great question that I feel like the answer should be yes. So no. So no. (laughs) We, we, the only time we bought insurance was like a $12 insurance fee on our flight there, right? Or flight back, flight there. I think we might have done both. Yeah, but that was mostly because not that again, not that COVID's not still a thing, right? But last year, it seemed more so that like possible lockdowns were still looming, yeah. or like having to quarantine and stay somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of things. So we just didn't want to be screwed out of getting there or getting back, right? Yeah. And I, I think if it wasn't for COVID stuff, we probably wouldn't have done insurance. It's, I'm sure it's great peace of mind. Like if that $12 or $30, whatever it is, doesn't stress you out, then like be my guest if that helps you. But we kind of were more like with our B and B's, we didn't pay for any extra stuff. Like we were just, I don't know. We took the risk, I guess. I don't think it's a necessity. And you can do travels and travel insurance for like, your you know belongings mm-hmm. too which we didn't do but we also didn't really bring anything of value outside of our phones, phones we debated bringing your laptops didn't bring that no cameras like yeah. no fancy equipment we, the only we just had our ceiling was our phones yeah we just had our personal and item and like a carry-on yeah. bag we didn't do anything bigger than like those small carry-on bags um so yeah um i think we're rounding out to the end but i feel like the whole whole thing is really like you have options to travel on a budget and it's not that hard to do i I really don't think it is like just take your time planning it out like what i did was like i had like i in my journal i drew out a whole calendar with every day and like again i didn't get super strict on it just like had an idea and like 
looked into the best options and like look at tours and look at the reviews and always check reviews on B&Bs, always check reviews on B&Bs. Um, and you'll be okay. Like, I think we should drop how much we spent because I'm sorry, but that was like kind of insane. I think it's pretty impressive. Yeah. But I also I don't, don't know. know the exact number. Do you know? I don't know the exact number. <laughs> I just know that by the end was it around 2000. That sounds right. Each. I know we only spent $800 while we were there. Mm, 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 and that was with a Airbnb mishap fee. That oh, was... yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Forgot yeah, that, that was an extra chunk of money we weren't planning on. Yeah. Uh, and that was, what I mean, basically treating ourselves to whatever we want. You guys, $800 for over two, Once a little we over there, two weeks. We didn't really say no to much. Yeah, no. But like that's insane. Like most people would say that w- that alone is how much they spent on their hotel. Yeah. Like a lot of people would spend eight hundred dollars on a few days in London on, on a nice hotel, and we spent that in three different countries, technically four different countries. In, and again, there was other things like flights. Yeah, um, that was just spending. That money. was just pl- spending that money, but still everything we bought ahead of time, like flights and airbnb and other tours that we booked ahead of time but i i believe we were like a little under two thousand dollars each each yeah yeah right yeah that wouldn't have made sense if it was that's such a you guys that's so doable that is so doable like like you can i mean not everyone can save a little bit from every paycheck i recognize that but if you can afford mm -hmm. shit 20 bucks a month yeah give yourself some time and go to europe yeah it's very doable and we could have done it for cheaper as well. Like that was with fun dinners and like things like that. So. And I think something we didn't touch on, which we've started to prep for in the future mm-hmm. is like buy a good travel, buy, <laughs> get a good travel credit card. Yeah. Like that's running a good deal. I fucked up. Mariana got the same credit card, but she got 70,000 bonus points and I only got four. Yeah, check for those um, sign-up deals that they have every once in a while. Yeah, they have, like, really good deals. Definitely, definitely get an airline credit card. Oh, my God. By the time we both hit 50,000 points, it was, like, if we planned far enough ahead, it does need to be more in advance if you're buying with points. Yeah. I want to say I was looking in, like, October, and we could have gone to Ireland for 50,000 points, 49,000 points. Which we have. Like you can get yourself one flight there for free and you're for spending money. Yeah. You're spending money on what you would have spent money on anyway. Like you use, use it to pay your rent, right? Your card. I do use my rent, which comes with a little bit hefty of a fee. I have to pay like $69. Oh, but you're getting like, you're paying your rent anyway. And then you're getting points. It's like, or like I'm, I'm buying this really expensive couch. Like use your credit card, get points. Like you're already spending that money every time you go grocery shopping like those are points so and having this travel card has totally changed how i use my credit card i used to basically just like charge something on it every once in a while you know to like keep my credit up but now i literally buy everything on this credit card Mm -hmm. and then pay it off at the end of every week so i never spend more money than i actually have in my bank account but it's all the money i would have been spending and now i'm getting at least one sky mile every time like yeah it's highly highly suggest and when you're in those countries there's no fees when you use that card you don't have to pay a fee for using the card 
Because a lot yeah, of cards have fees. Us too. Yeah. We use my credit card. Hers, yeah. International fees. Yeah. And the times when I did use mine, like the fees add up, you guys. Like you're getting $3 fee every once in a while. Like you don't want to do that. So yeah. But that's pretty much it. Um, do you have any final tip you want to throw in? My final tip is to just do it. Make it happen. You can do it. There's ways to do it on the cheap. Mm-hmm. And you'll get there. And you will be so grateful that you did. So happy that you did. Um, and traveling is the out. Yeah. <laughs> um, my final travel tip is do a little grocery shop when you get to each country. Um, that can completely... Like, we didn't do that super hard this time around. But when I went to study abroad, I actually, like not grocery shop, like literally went to like a bodega, like corner store market and got like bread, peanut butter and jelly. If you do that or buy snacks or whatever. And then when you're, say you're like doing touristy stuff and you come back to the B and B or wherever, I don't really want to spend money on lunch. Like I really wanted to do a fun dinner. Okay. Well, I'm going to make something at home or at least a snack, hold myself over. If, um, you want to drink like we would go and buy like wine so we didn't always have to buy alcohol out like we'd have wine at home adding that in is going to save you a ton of money especially if you like really want to do that hardcore and you actually like grocery shop and you eat it all at home except for like some meals out you'd save a ton of money um but we just went and got yeah. like snacks and stuff so that whenever we were kind of hungry but not ready for a meal you don't have to spend money out um and it's like really 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 cheap especially in south of france like we got wine for like two dollars at the market or whatever it was like kind of insane (laughs) um so that's my little final tip i would suggest doing that if you're stressed out about money because food is probably gonna come to being one of the bigger totals of money spent which also though like still treat yourself because the food is the culture and you gotta experience that that's like very important yes so a balance. I'd say a balance with everything. Like, do something fun, save somewhere else, like, and you'll be good. Yeah. And you'll be safe. The balance thing, it made me think of one more thing. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go for it. I think, like, it's really important that you don't jam pack your trip too much. I think ours ended up being really perfect mm-hmm. because London was pretty jam packed and Rome was pretty jam packed, but we had South of France in the middle that was really laid back. Mm-hmm. Don't start saying, I'm going to go to Naples, I'm going to go to Pompeii, I'm going to go to Positano, and overbook yourself and not actually be able to relax or, like, have any flexibility in your vacation. Like, you can come back one day, pick and choose, prioritize, and, like, let yourself have a slow vacation. I love it. (laughs) Wow. uh, We have a lot to say about this kind of stuff. And Kaylee has Kaylee has therapy in five minutes, so we gotta go. (laughs) But hopefully that helps, gives you a little perspective, and like maybe motivates you to really like save up for that travel because it makes it a little more doable, right? Like you don't have to save up 10k to go travel. Like you can do it. Um, If you have any other questions, um, I'll put a question box down below. Go ahead and ask it, Um, or just DM us on Instagram, whatever. Um, And we have travel stuff coming up in the future soon because we got our Mexico trip coming up. We'll definitely have stories from that. 
Um, and I believe soon we also have a smoke sesh episode coming up. So lots of fun stuff in the future. So definitely like subscribe to the pod and like notify. So, you know, when new episodes are being posted, I'm Mariah. That is Kaylee. Thank you so much for listening to the It's Time podcast. New episodes every Wednesday. Bye. (laughs) 